Hi, I'm Chelsea, the Christian Nutritionist. Welcome to the Christian Health Club podcast. We are here to fire you up in spirit, mind, and body so that you can get out into the world and be everything God created you to be. Welcome to the club. Here we go. Hi, friend. Welcome back to the club. How are you doing today? I think you're going to love today's episode. It is going to be what I'm calling product practical because I get a lot of questions about the products I use and my, you know, what cleaner, healthier, um, upgraded top type products I use, um, you know, in my home, on my skin, my cleaning products, all that kind of stuff. And, um, and so I thought I would answer some of that today. You know, we're in that new year mindset still, and we're just really open to trying to clean up our routines. And as I was thinking about this, I was thinking how this really has become routine for me. You know, I sat down, I kind of just brain dumped, like, okay, what are all the things I need to talk about? And, um, you know, I put some things down on paper. And then as I was actually going through my day, I was like, oh, well, I mean, I should talk about this. I mean, this seems kind of basic, but um, they might be interested in that, or I might want to talk about this. But it has become so much my routine that um, some of these things, and some of them are very simple, that it really took me a few days of going through my day and then kind of going back and jotting down, oh yeah, I want to mention this and this. Um, And that is just a great point is that once it really becomes routine and you're consistent, that's when um, the the real change happens, right? And it doesn't happen right away. Um, It's just kind of takes some ongoing doing. And so I'm going to talk about a lot of things today And um, I don't mean it at all to overwhelm you. It may not at all. I mean, like I said, some of these are simple. Um, But I I listen to a lot of podcasts where they go through lots of, um, you know, really kind of up-level supplements and hacks. And I know I always feel like, oh my gosh, I'm so far from ever doing that or being able to do that or being able to afford that or having the time to do that. And, um, and so I think it totally depends on kind of where you are, but I don't want you to feel that way. You know, um, I'll give you the advice that all of those podcasters give me, which is to, you know, take away two or three things and start implementing that. That's what I did. And slowly but surely over time, you will build a cleaner routine. Now, when I mentioned, like I said, I'm going to be talking about lots of different Um, products. And as I go through that, some of the reasoning behind why I use them. So it'll be some good information. Um, But I don't want you to, you know, be trying to write things down or thinking you can't remember them. I have it all in the show notes for this episode. And so if you go to the the christiannutritionist.com, 
under the podcast section in my clean routine, if you just search that in the search bar, this should come up. And so the show notes are basically like a blog post, which will go through everything I'm talking about, links to where you can get most of this stuff um, if that's applicable. And so just be sure to use that as a resource if you um, have more questions about it, okay? So let's get started. The way that I thought it was easiest to go about this is really just to kind of go through my day and talk about what I do from the time that I get up to the evening as far as what I'm incorporating um, some of my healthier habits and routines and products that I use. So here we go, yo. Here we go, yo. Wassa, wassa, wassa scenario. Sorry, I couldn't help myself. Some of that old school hip-hop rap coming out of me. Okay, so I wake up in the morning (laughs) and I go to bed every night with a big glass of water by my bed. So I usually don't finish it all. And so I, you know, grab that, um, head downstairs into the kitchen and I'm kind of sipping on that as I go, trying to finish up that water. I, um, I make my coffee, and so as my coffee is making, I am chugging down some water. So the number one thing I want you to know about that is always let water be the first thing that hits your body in the morning, okay? That's really crucial. Your body has worked very hard overnight to detoxify, okay? That's in repair and rebuild. I mean, you're sleeping and your body goes to work, and so... You don't want to wake up and, you know, splash acid on it first thing, something dehydrating. You're already kind of dehydrated when you wake up in the morning. And so you want to rehydrate, really um, hydrate those cells first thing in the morning. So let water always be the first thing that hits your bod, okay? So water in the morning and um, with that on an empty stomach with my water, I take proteolytic enzymes, Okay. So proteolytic enzymes um, can be used in two ways. Taken on an empty stomach, they work as an anti-inflammatory, okay? And so this is something that I take pretty much every morning. I take two to three as kind of a preventative um, healthcare strategy. And there's a lot of good um, science and studies about there, um, out there about proteolytic enzymes if you want to look into those. But they're helpful in um, pain management, including everything from joint pain and can be helpful for sinuses, irritable bowel syndrome. Um, in some countries, there's been some studies of using them instead of like aspirin or an ibuprofen, which would be better because it's, uh, you know, those are hard on your gut and proteolytic enzymes can actually help your gut. And so um, they are used for a variety of things, actually. And um, so it's just something that I'm in the habit of doing in the morning, popping about two to three of those. Again, okay, let me just reinforce the disclaimer. I know, I hope you listen to my daughter um, speak the disclaimer at the end of the podcast because it's so cute. But I just want to remind you, I'm not a doctor here, okay? just telling you what I do. And so if you make a choice to do any of these things, especially when I'm um, talking about supplements, um, really, you know, be your own health advocate, look into it or schedule a one-on-one with me to make sure it's even right for you. 
Okay, some of these are not going to be right for everybody. Some of the things I do. I'm very hesitant. I'm sorry, I'm sidebarring here because a lot of people want me to do, um, you know, talk more about supplements. I'm really hesitant, y'all. Um, I'm really cautious with that. I have a cabinet full, cabinet full of supplements. Um, and I, you know, I kind of cycle in and out of what I take depending on what's going on with me, what time of the year it is, maybe something I'm trying to hack or target, you know, it kind of changes. And, um, and so today I'm going to share with you some of the ones I take really on the regular, on the daily. Um, to be honest with you, it is, I'm not great about taking supplements. You know, I have to really remind myself, these are the ones I'm in the habit of, I'm in the routine of. And so these are the ones I take really regularly, but I do take other ones. Um, and so I will do a supplement episode one day going through more of these, but today I'm going to just kind of tell you my, my core, my basics that I take. Okay. Um, okay. So where was I? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Proteolytic enzymes. Okay. So I take those every morning. Oh, they're also, they've been also um, shown to help work against the invasion and spreading of cancer. Okay. They, what proteolytic enzymes do on an empty stomach this is important because they work differently with food. Um, on an empty stomach, they kind of go in and help clean up um, inflammatory um, substances and debris. You know, I kind of get a picture in my head of like Pac-Man going in there like, you know, chomp, 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 like eating up um, just this inflammatory kind of debris that kind of floats around our body. Um, and it helps get, you know, kind of break that down, get rid of it. So, I like it for that. So I take it every morning, like I said, but I also take it with my food as a digestive enzyme. So it's one reason I really love proteolytic enzymes. Um, you know, there's a lot of digestive enzymes you can take. There's a lot I recommend, a lot that I love, a lot that I have um, learned to recommend from um, my schooling, my research, you know, my mentors. Um, but I'm a practical gal and this one works twofold and it works pretty well, you know, um, because I can use them in both capacities. I can use them as an anti-inflammatory and I can use them as a digestive enzyme. So that is what I do for that. Okay. Goodness gracious, great balls of fire. This is going to take really long if I get... <laughs> We're still at my morning water and proteolytic enzymes. I haven't even had coffee yet. This might take a while. Okay, hang with me. So, um, so my coffee is finished making. So let's talk about coffee. Love my coffee. Um, I use organic coffee. Um, what is the name of it? It's um, Altura. I believe it's what it is. It's one I can get easily at my grocery store. Sometimes I use Bulletproof. Um, it's a little pricey, but... Sometimes I splurge, I get bulletproof coffee. Sometimes I get chameleon coffee. Um, but I always get organic coffee. Coffee is one of the most sprayed plants. Okay. And what pesticide, you know, sprayed plants. And here's what we have to think about. And here's what I encourage people to do is that you got to look at your day. If there's something that you are regularly consuming, whether you're drinking it or eating it, you really want to target those first as really stepping up your quality. If you're going to put it in your body every single day, if you're going to drink coffee every day, as I do, and you are 
you know, consuming something that is one of the most pesticide laden crops, that's a problema. You know, that um, we have to think of the accumulation of all of these, um, these toxins that overload our body. Because I think what we tend to do is like, that's just a cup of coffee. You know, oh, it was just, just my lotion. You know, oh, it was just my, it's just my detergent. You know, we kind of separate our day out into these different products. But when you think of the cumulative toxic load on your body, it's hard, y'all. It's hard on your body. And when your body is accumulating more toxins than it can get rid of, than it can detoxify, this is what leads to um, disease and illness, you know, partially. It's just, you know, in modern times, we are exposed to so many more toxins than we used to be, you know, all of these products. And so that is one thing I hope to just bring you to your attention today as I go through my routine as a day, you know, and all of the, um, the opportunity, um, that's probably not the right word, opportunity for toxins. It's not an opportunity, it's not a good thing. Um, but all of the, the chances, the times, um, that we expose ourselves to these toxins and use them. So I want you to be kind of thinking that mentally through your day. And I will say this as well, is that your body, which is so beautifully and wonderfully made by our creator, one thing that it does is suck away toxins and fat cells. This is to protect you, to help keep toxins away from your vital organs, okay? So um, our body does that to protect us. And so the more toxic you are, the more chance you have of, um, of holding on to weight, right? Your body's like, I can't let go of this weight. She's so toxic. I gotta have somewhere to suck all these toxins away. And so, you know, be mindful of that as well. And that's another thing is that when you do start losing weight, and start burning fatty acids and your body can start releasing. It feels comfortable enough and safe enough to start releasing and you start releasing toxins, um, it can make you feel kind of crappy, you know? Um, it needs to be done, but it doesn't feel so good as you're releasing, you know, and detoxifying. And your body also can't detoxify well if your liver does not have all of the nutrients it needs. See, this all works together. Um, but I did want to tell you and remind you about that, how your body stores toxins in your fat cells. Okay, so I think it's worth go going back here. I just guess I'm just going to have a tangent on all of these. But um, getting the organic coffee, something that you have every single day in your body, step it up, girlfriend, okay? Um, and then what I put in my coffee is Roy D. Coconut Milk. It's just straight up coconut milk. I ordered off Amazon. It is, of all the coconut milks I've tried, it tastes the best to me. It comes, it's not refrigerated, um, but it's not one that you get, you know, like the almond or coconut milk next to your regular milk at the grocery store. It's not a canned coconut milk that you can get at the grocery store. Now, there might be some bougie grocery stores that actually carry a Roy D, but I ain't got none of those out here. So I have to order mine from Amazon, but it's just slightly sweet enough and creamy enough that it just really does the trick for me. So that's what I add to my coffee just a little bit. Um, and, and that's what I have. And so while I'm having my coffee and my coconut milk, I um, go sit on the couch, the couch where I do 
and record my sermon on the couch every week. This is what got me the idea because this is what I do every week. I take my coffee, I sit down, and I either pull out a devotional or, or buy the Bible and read scripture. And it is really important for me to start my day with the Lord because ladies, I know maybe I have some dudes listening to this. I love you too, but I know most of the audience are ladies. Um, you know, we have a lot of responsibility coming at us during the day. Not only our work, but our families, and just, it's so multifaceted, and it is so easy to wake up in overwhelm mode. You know, wake up reactive. And so what I want to do is set my own tone and not wake up reactive. I want to wake up proactive. I want to strap on the armor of God. I want to fill my, my brain and my heart, just my very being with his word. It makes me feel calm. It makes me feel like I can accomplish what I need to during the day. And also I'm asking him like, what, you know, what is the best thing for me to do today? How can I serve you? How can I best serve your people? Please help me be nicer to my people. <laughs> All those things, you know? And so it just helps set my mind right. The other thing that I do, so I, I do that. Um, and then I have been working, um, doing my mind, what I call my mind work. So I've mentioned before on this podcast that I'm in a, a self-coaching group. It's a membership group. Each month we get a packet in the mail, which is so fun because I love fun mail. And we get a workbook and it's on a new topic every month and you don't know what it's going to be till you get your workbook. And it is 30 days of really working on your mind. Okay, doing this mind work. And, um, and so if you're curious, you can go to the blog post that I wrote about it. And actually doing this mind work, why I think it's so important is that, you know, the Bible mentions um, many times throughout how important it is that we work on our minds, that we guard our minds. Okay, um, I... I actually misspoke the address of one of the scriptures I quoted last week. That's going to happen a lot. Um, but it's actually Proverbs 23, 7 that reminds us a way that a man thinks in his heart is the way that he will be. And it's Proverbs 4, 23 that says more than anything, guard your mind because your life flows from it. Okay. And the problem is that most of us don't even think about what we think about. We just kind of think automatic thoughts and don't examine what that's doing to us, to our day. I heard a good quote that says, behavior follows belief. And that's so true. What we think about ourselves, what we believe about ourselves drives our behavior. And so, you know, when I first got into the self-coaching course, um, you know, as I always try to do is put things in kind of a biblical context to understand it and make sure I'm on the right track. And so what I did is write a blog post kind of relating the work that we do in this self-coaching scholars group that I'm in. And the name of the blog post that I wrote is Self-Coaching Christians. And it's using scripture to really drive this mind work that we do. Um, the self-coaching scholars group that I'm in is not, you know, a faith-based program but it resonates with me so much because I could recognize so much scripture in it. You know, that's just one of those things that, I don't know, God illuminates in my brain. And so I really like to bring that together for people. So every morning I'm doing my work on that. Last month in December, the workbook was about the impossible goal, 
which was perfect as we, you know, we're on the brink of a new year. So I'm still going to be working on that all year. And no, I'm not going to tell you what it is because it's, you know, you're supposed to set impossible goal. Like you're not even supposed to be able to achieve it. But the idea is if you shoot for the moon, you'll land among the stars, right? So shoot high. You may not get exactly to the moon, but the stars ain't a bad place to be either. So that is from last month. This month is uh, work we're doing is called your thoughts about yourself or your thoughts about you, which is important. You know, if whatever you're thinking about yourself um, it's pretty important as to whether or not you're going to get the results you want in your life. So I spend my time with the Lord in scripture, devotionals, and then I spend my time doing my mind work, which to me is an extension of that because it all works together, right? Guarding my mind is part of my, um, excuse me, I'm blowing my nose as I talk to you. <laughs> Sorry. Um, real life. Um, part of my mind is, you know, I see that as, you know, guarding what I let into my brain, and I'm trying to keep that open to what God wants me to think about, you know, all of those things, what is pure and lovely and excellent and praiseworthy. So that's what I'm doing. And okay, and also while I'm doing that, I have got either my um, little cute Young Living Lantern essential oil diffuser going. I like that because it doesn't look like a normal diffuser. It just looks like home decor. But I've got that next to me, and I'm usually either... I've usually got something diffusing or I have inhaled something. And typically it's either frankincense or right now I'm way into this blend from um, Revive and it's the Copaiba coffee blend. And to me, it smells delicious. I mean, you know, it's all relative as to what kind of appeals to you, but I absolutely love that blend. Um, and I like to smell the coffee while I drink my coffee. Okay, so... Um, all right, so got my coffee all done, and then, then all the people wake up, you know, and break this nice little time I've had to myself. I really need that time to myself in the morning before or the people stop, start tromping in, you know, ready for breakfast, and where's my lunchbox and my backpack, and oh, you forgot to sign this. Like, man, if I just woke up straight to that, God help me. I, I just, I can't even. So, um, you know, I've got my, got my piece on, my godly armor on, my people come in and, you know, we do breakfast and um, pack their lunches and just get them out the door. Okay. And so my husband takes them to school every day, which is nice. Um, and then, so I go upstairs and brush my teeth. And I, by the way, I haven't eaten breakfast yet. Okay, still haven't eaten breakfast. So I brush my teeth and I use Dr. Bronner's toothpaste. Okie dokie. And um, that's, really, that's really about it for, for then. I will also put on, actually, I put on my, um, my tinted sunscreen because I'm, what I'm doing right now, y'all, is preparing to go on my walk, my morning walk, which is another thing that I love to do. And so I put on my Dew Skin, which is a beauty counter product. It, um, it's my favorite beauty counter product. It, is, it was my gateway product, you know, your gateway drug, your gateway product, so to speak. Um, if I had to pick one, I could not live without that one because what it is is a, it's a sunscreen that uses zinc and not the chemical, not, you know, the, the chemical sunscreens. Because I used to use, um, 
Laura Mercier's tenon moisturizer and it had sunscreen in it, but that was all wrong. <laughs> it's all wrong in what it had in it. So I came to learn. And so it was a nice kind of lateral move into the beauty counter do skin, you know, still tinted. It's still a moist, they call it a tinted moisturizer. I call it tinted sunscreen because that's really what I use it for. So I put that on, get, you know, put on my, um, my walk-in clothes and head out the door. And one thing that I wanna mention about when I go on my daily walk, which I, I do almost every day, go walk for about an hour and listen to podcasts, which um, is just one of my favorite things to do. Um, I purposefully do not wear sunglasses. And I wanna mention this because I think a lot of us reflect, reflectively uh, just grab our sunglasses, you know, as we're heading out the door and putting them on if the sun, you know, the sun is usually just kind of rising by the time I'm going on my walk or it's, it's not very bright, but a lot of us put on our sunglasses, even when it's not bright out of habit, but I purposefully don't because what I'm trying to accomplish and what is really good for you is to get some natural sunlight in your eyeballs as soon as you can in the morning. What this does is help set your circadian rhythm. It puts your body, it like lets your body know where it is in time of the day, okay? And it helps set your cortisol pattern and your melatonin pattern. So your melatonin, um, your melatonin will kick off, start making about 12 hours. If, let's say I recently heard this in a podcast, which I, which I thought I was so cool is you know, about after the first time that you see, you get some natural sunlight or you know, light in your eyes, um, your melatonin will start producing about 12 hours after that. Isn't that interesting? And so you know, our cortisol is supposed to be highest in the morning and then taper off as the day goes on and then our melatonin works kind of inversely to that. It picks up in the evening um, and you know, so you can go to sleep right? And, um, and then we wake up in the morning and our cortisol is high again. So getting light in your eyes really helps set that tone for your day. Okay. And what's also kind of interesting to know is that people that absolutely cannot bear the sun in their eyes without sunglasses, this is often a sign of adrenal you know, your stress glands, adrenal insufficiency. It's one of the questions that we ask. Um, I ask clients on the nutritional assessment and a lot of people answer it like, yeah, I can't live without, you know, of course I can't live without my sunglasses. But I, I used to answer it that way too. Like, of course not until you try. I mean, until you be purposeful about leaving them off to get sunlight in your eyes. I'm like, oh yeah, I can handle this. This is not a big deal. Um, so just try it. And if you truly cannot, if it's just so painful, um, then that can be a sign that your adrenals are off. The adrenals um, are partially in control of how your eye dilates. Isn't that interesting? And so, um, and so that's why it's a sign of that. But do try to go without your sunglasses, okay? and get some sun in your eyes first thing in the morning and set your day. Um, and with that, so I'm gonna kind of segue right into the next kind of light thing I do, which is my juve light. So, you know, I do my, I go through my walk, listen to my podcast, I love it. It just is another great way to start my day. Um, and so when I get home, what I typically do is go back upstairs 
and do my juve. Now, I don't do my juve every day. You're like, what is a juve? Okay, a juve is a red and infrared light panel. I post pictures of it somewhat regularly. I have a whole blog post about it on the website um, if you want to get more details about it. But um, I like the juve because it is, it is a combination of red light and infrared light. Okay, you get both. And I have two panels that go vertically on the back of my laundry room door. And so I will go in there and stand 10 minutes on my front and 10 minutes on my back, okay, to expose myself to that light. So here we are back at light. And what I wanna say about all this light stuff I'm talking about is that people seriously underestimate the importance of light. But let me, let's just go back to the Bible. In the beginning, <laughs> in the beginning, what did God first make? Right, light. It set the tone for day and night. He made light. He is the light. Light is everything. Light is, like I said, it sets our circadian rhythm, which influences all of our hormones. Okay, and what do we do? What do in modern times, we spend most of our day under artificial lights. You know, we might go to our car and get a little sun in there. Don't wear your sunglasses. You, you know, you walk to your car and, you know, then you go to, most people go to work in an office with these horrible artificial lights. Oh, you guys, when I go to my kid's school, my husband and I have both noticed this because, you know, talk about the light. When I go to my kid's school, after I leave there, I am exhausted exhausted like if we have a parent night or something like that and I know it's the lights are like draining the energy out of me like uh, you know I mean God bless you teachers I'm just saying like that is something to be aware of if you're like you know I I notice it when I go into the school and the lights that they have or maybe it's just the lights they use here I don't know but um if you are under these artificial lights all day you're barely exposed to real natural light and not only that, we are sitting in front of so much blue light, which is what is emitted from the screens, from our computers, our iPads, our, you know, our phones. And that is really counterproductive to our circadian rhythm. And it suppresses the production of melatonin. That's why you'll hear that at night, you know, you really want to cut your screens off a couple hours before bed. Now, do I practice what I preach there? No, it, it's what you, we should do. Um, but I try to limit the screen um, for me, for my kids, as much as I possibly can in the evenings because it can mess up the production of melatonin, which is your sleep hormone, right? So we get all of this artificial light, too much blue light. And so what, you know, being proactive about getting some sun in your eyes and this juve light, the red light, and the infrared light help counter, um, you know, counter influence that. You know, it's just like a shot of good light to kind of overcome all the bad light we get. Anyway, it's just basically how, you know, light affects us. And y'all, we're kind of like plants. Like we need to soak up plant, we need to soak up light just like plants have to soak up light to grow. And animals have to you know, soak up light to be healthy. And this light, these red and infrared lights, one of the reasons it's so good for you, it goes in and it really um, penetrates the mitochondria, which is kind of the energy production. Um, the spark plugs of our cells really helps us 
um, kind of stimulate those. And so when you stand in front of an, a red infrared light, it can help with energy. It can help with balancing hormones. It can help with sleep. It can help with weight loss. It can help with detoxification. I mean, it skin, did I say skin already? Because that's just a real obvious one. Um, the red light. So the red light is kind of, why I like the juve is that it has both. The red light kind of hits your skin from the outside, um, is really good for that. But the infrared light kind of works from the inside out. And that's really good for detoxification. And so with the juve light, you're getting all of that at one time. I like to be efficient in what I'm doing. So all of that really works well together. And so um, speaking along efficient efficiency and using time wisely, one of the things that I do is um, I try to use a mask, like a face mask, a couple times a week. So I use the Beauty Counter Charcoal Mask. Um, one of them. And so when I do that, I will um, put the mask on, go in my juve and, you know, juve my backside, get that exposed to light. And then I go take a shower and rinse off my mask, wash my hair if I'm going to do that, and then go back into the juve and do my front side. Okay. The other products that I use with my juve are Alatura Naturals. They have a mask. It's a, a clay mask and it smells like rotted seaweed. It smells awful, but it's so good for you. <laughs> and you can actually use that mask while you're facing it, facing the juve. And then also I use their gold serum. It's got these copper peptides in it. And um, I learned about how using the gold serum and these Alatura products with the juve in conjunction with the juve really activates it and just works really well for skin health. And so Again, I'll have links to all of this stuff. There's also, um, there's a pretty cool little series or set of videos on YouTube called, I think it's called the Skin Games 2019, where this esthetician is, she, you know, has one of her clients or several of her clients using the Juve, using some of these Alatura natural products. Um, and it's pretty neat to look at those. So Again, I will link to all of these things, but that's what I do. Um, and so I will juve, again, not every day, but probably three to five times a week. And we'll use a beauty mask a couple times a week and try to work it into, you know, when I'm doing my juve time front or back. So I can, you know, use time wisely. And while I'm doing my juve, I'm either listening to another podcast or something and also answering questions on social media. <laughs> A lot going in and there. And let me just interject here and say that, um, you know, I'm very fortunate that I work from home and I realize that. And so I do have some flexibility in working a lot of this stuff in. But, you know, I do know myself pretty well. And I know that even if I was away at a, a job in an office, um, I am pretty good with structuring my time and being efficient and being practical. And so um, I don't have any doubt that I would figure out a way to make all this work, you know. Um, so anyway, I'm just throwing that out there because it is possible. I know plenty of people who do not work from home and use all of these kind of things. And so um, it's just a matter of using your time wisely and prioritizing, you know, what you want to do. So that's my juve. Okay, so like I said, in the middle of that, I might take a shower, which some people, to some people that may not work, I'm not a big sweater, so I don't really sweat too much when I'm juving, even though it is kind of a, 
you know, somewhat of a hot light. It's not super hot. It's not like sitting in a regular sauna, which is really great for you. Um, but I don't have access to that and I don't have, you know, a big sauna here at my home. So I don't sweat a lot, but it, it might make you sweat. I've, even when I work out, I don't sweat very much. I'm just not much of a sweater, which is, you know, it sounds nice, but then I feel like I don't detoxify as well as I should. So, um, anyway, but I take my shower. Um, again, I use Dr. Bronner's soap in the shower. Okay. Typically I use beauty counter shampoo and, you know, I've tried a lot of shampoos, kind of healthier, cleaner type shampoos, um, but they're always so flat, like they don't lather, you know, and I think <laughs> for whatever reason, it's whatever makes shampoos lather, like that's not the great, that's one of the ingredients that's not so great for you. Um, but the beauty counter, beauty counter found a way to make a shampoo that lathers, you know, lathers and still um, be um, fairly clean, you know, and avoid a lot of those um unsavory ingredients. So that's what I typically use, but I'm gonna fess up to right now, I'm using something that's, I don't even, you know, full of chemicals, I guess. It's Olaplex, and I got it from my hairdresser. Um, we actually traded, it's so funny. She's like, you bring me some grass-fed beef and I'll give you, <laughs> I'll give you some, a whole line of the Olaplex to try on your hair. So in case y'all don't know, my husband's a, um, cattle rancher and we sell grass-fed beef in Texas only westtexasbeefco.com if you're he'll deliver it to you in whatever city you are in Texas which is kind of fun to have a cute cowboy show up at your door with beef right off the ranch um, but anyway so my hairdresser was like bring me some beef and I'll give you these products um, you know I have really damaged hair y'all I got my first perm at like 14 <laughs> when perms were popular and I've had some kind of, you know, chemical on my hair every year since. So many years, lots of damage. And I love the beauty counter. Um, it works for me well. But, you know, she suggested just a little bit of, um, I guess, chemical help, a little, you know, a little bit of therapy for the hair to see if it can help reverse some of this damage. So I'm using the Olaplex right now. Once I get through it, we'll likely go back to the beauty counter. I like it. It lathers. So that is that. And um, okay, so then my deodorant, I use Native. So funny how much deodorant can spark conversation. There was just a, um, a little conversation feed about it in my Facebook group, my big community group, um, the Christian Nutritionist Community, which is a, um, it's an open group and you can join it. And, you know, I post a lot of things there. So if you're not already there, go check that out. But somebody asked about deodorant. And so then everybody was kind of weighing in what, what works, what doesn't work. And I love that, you know, really helping each other out. Um, you know, what I have found is one of the main culprits in more natural deodorants is the baking soda. Man, one time I used Schmitz and it was working for me for a while. And then like 30 days in, I started getting these big whelps under my armpit and um, so itchy. And I finally figured out that's what it was. And it took a while to go away. It really did. And so, um, and then I just, I kind of noticed that every time I used something with baking soda, it was not working for me. So the first time I tried native, you know, I had like a whole deodorant graveyard in my, in my cabinet, you know, <laughs> I've tried so many, so many. 
Um, but when I first ordered Native, I got, they have one that doesn't have baking soda in it. So I started with that. And then I ordered like a variety pack, which, you know, had, they had, did have baking soda, but it didn't seem to bother me. So, um, so that's pretty cool. One of my Feast of Fast coaches, and she is a fellow nutritional therapist, um, Jen Winter, she did a detox on her armpits. And I can't remember, she used a, a clay. I'm going to have to ask her about that. Maybe she can write up something and we can post it on the website about how to detox your pits. And a lot of people do that and find that they can use natural deodorants much better after they do that. Okay. Sometimes it's just trial and error, y'all, figuring out which one works for you. But native seems to work for a lot of people. But if you go to the that um, if you go to the Christian nutritionist community and search deodorant, you will get that whole line feed of conversation about other things people suggest. And I have some other suggestions on my website about deodorant. So lots of resources for you. Okay, after the shower um, and putting on deodorant, if you know, I'm using a lotion. It's going to be, um, typically, it's like a straight shea butter, which is kind of a, you know, hard. It's more of a, a dense um, kind of, you know, lotion. It's not like liquidy lotion. And so I'll either use that or I'll use a shea butter oil, just straight up shea butter. I think the brand I have is now um, N-O-W in there. Um, or I might mix like an almond oil or a jojoba. <laughs> I feel so goofy saying that, like you want to say jojoba oil, but I think the true uh, mature fancy pronunciation is jojoba. Um, and so I will use jojoba, jojoba, whatever, oil, and mix it with, you know, a few drops of an essential oil that I like to give it some fragrance. Because, y'all, fragrance, quote-unquote fragrance, that ingredient, when you see that, um, is an umbrella for so many chemicals. It can, it can mean so many things. It's kind of the equivalent of natural flavors in foods. Both of those fragrances and natural flavors are like an umbrella term and under that it could be like you know 300 different chemicals that don't have to be you know exactly spelled out so those are and those are really really disruptive to the endocrine system um, which are your hormones and so again think of the accumulation of fragrances or you know natural flavors on the food side um, that you might be putting in or on your body every day it's problematic. And so I know we like to smell good. So I will put, I'll either do that, but I have to tell you all that one time I mixed some, one of those oils with a, uh, the, I think it was, I put some almond oil and some ylang ylang essential oil because I love the way it smells. Oh my gosh, y'all. But this has happened to me twice because I did it once. And then a year later, I'm like, I'm going to give that another try. Both times it broke me out in this like red itchy rash. And so some of these essential oils are not appropriate, even with a carrier oil. Like I had a whole bottle of that um, almond oil with not too much ylang ylang, and even that was powerful enough to break me out, break my skin out. And so unfortunately that does not work. So um, make sure that you choose an essential oil that's not gonna do that to you. So those are the lotions I use sometimes when I'm feeling fancy and as a special treat, I will use a beauty counter lotion. I mean, it's, I mean, just, you know, straight up reality, it's more expensive and you can like rip through a bottle of lotion in no time. 
and you know, I ain't got no money to be paying like, you know, twenty, twenty-five dollars for a little bottle of lotion. That's not gonna last me long. But I do love the um the Minoy, uh the the Beauty Counter Melting Body Balm. Ugh, and it's um it's the flavor or the smell or whatever is Minoy, which just it makes you feel like you should be on a beach in Fiji. So if I'm really wanting to feel it and treat myself and put on my my new spa robe and drink cucumber water and slather myself in Minoy melting body balm, then I will do that. But um, on a typical day, I'm using something a little bit more economical that's gonna last me longer, even though I love all of the beauty counter lotions. They're fabulous. But for an all over body lotion, again, I need something that's not quite as expensive. So um, I don't wear a traditional perfume just because of that whole fragrance chemical, you know, problema. But again, I will use, um, if I haven't had something, you know, put something in my lotion oil that I'm using in my body, then I'll just use some essential oil, you know, and that just kind of varies depending on what smells good. There's so many amazing, you know, options. Um, my, a friend of mine, shout out Georgia, Georgia Kerbo, she gave me a, um, a little roller of magnolia magnolia oil which I love and it's doTERRA and you know I have mostly young living oils but that doesn't mean I'm limiting myself to that so you know I, I use these revive oils um they have a lot of neat things that young living doesn't have and like the magnolia oil um pretty sure that young living does not carry that but doTERRA does and she gave me a roller bottle of that and I love the way it smells it makes me so happy and so Thank you, Georgia, for that gift. It really was. I really appreciate it. And so that's kind of been my uh, flavor, my fragrance of um, the current time. So I use that. Um, okay, tampons. So see, I had to, was <laughs> I was thinking of all of these things. I mean, you know, I'm not currently experiencing my lady business, but then as I was thinking, I'm like, oh, but you know, that's something people probably want to know about. So tampons, I mean, honestly, I, there's a, there's quite a few different options at Target, but I do buy organic cotton tampons. Cotton is another, um, sprayed crop, very commonly pesticide laden crop. You guys, you don't want pesticides in your lady garden. You know, I mean, that is real sensitive up in there. You know, it talk about just being <laughs> soaked up into your body. You know, we have to think about all of these things, you know, how they affect our body. Again, we're, you know, like I said earlier, like, oh, just a cup of coffee, it's a tampon. I mean, obviously they wouldn't sell tampons if they were dangerous, you know? I mean, that's kind of like we think, like how could it be on the shelf at the store if it was bad for me? But there is so little regulation on these personal care products, y'all. Like none. Like other countries ban so many ingredients, and we do not. And it's it's really ticks you off. It makes you mad. It makes me mad um, that here in the United States we don't have higher standards for the things we put in our body. Um, you know, there's a lot of things they don't allow in foods over in Europe like the macaroni and cheese, you know, even though that's totally processed, they even step that up over there. There's things they won't let, ingredients they will not allow into macaroni and cheese over there, but oh, you know, over here, bring in all the crap, as much as you can fit in there, because it's cheaper. But, um, but same y'all, I mean, all of these products, you know, we have to think about our skin 
It is a barrier organ, you know, it's our largest organ. It's supposed, it's to protect us from, you know, things in the outside world. Um, but when you put something on your skin, it goes into your system. It becomes systemic. Your body absorbs it, soaks it up. And then whatever, you know, is chemically, chemical, chemically, your liver's like, well, dadgum, there's another thing. <laughs> there's another thing I have to add. I mean, again, y'all, let's talk about this. Where am I in my routine of my day right now? I'm still, it's still morning. I haven't even had breakfast. I am, listen to all the things that I've talked about, the things that you, you know, we put on our body and in a whole day's time and your liver is like, what the heck, dude? you know, I'm awesome, but I'm not that awesome. <laughs> I've got a lot to do and you keep piling it on every day. I can't ever get ahead. So that's why this is so important. You know, that our skin is a barrier, but it soaks up. It's also our detoxification organ. So when you have stuff, when you have skin problems, you know, part of that is like your body is trying to eject things from your body. And one of the ways it can do that is through um, your skin. And so, you know, if you've got major skin problems, you need to clean up your diet and clean up your products. Okay, so then we get to makeup. You know, I'm still getting ready. It's my toilette, my toilet, so to speak. Um, so makeup, I use all beauty counter makeup, okay? Except I still use my Armani foundation sometimes, not every day. Most days I'm using a combination of my Dew Skin, which is that tinted sunscreen, and then I'm using um, the Tint Skin from Beauty Counter, which is like their their foundation. But I still love my Armani foundation, and so I, I will incorporate that a couple times a week. Um, so, but you know, it's funny because even with all of these products and makeup and everything, I was recently at TJ Maxx and I walked down like their beauty aisle and I was like, oh, I want everything, you know, like, or even when I go into the store and go on the supplement aisle, I'm like, oh my, like I could spend hours there. I want to buy stuff. I'm so tempted. But I will tell you that one, one thing that, um, you know, okay, being a beauty counter consultant, because I am, one thing that that has done for me is made me constrain you know, like I'm invested in the company, they're invested in me. Um, just as far as, you know, I, you know, I do promote their products because I love them. They work. They feel like if you were going into like a beauty counter, you know, that's why one of the reasons that they call it that, like if you're going to the beauty counter at your store and you were choosing like a Estee Lauder or, or Clinique or whatever, it's supposed to say, you know, give you that same, um, the same results, the same feel, the same luxury, but they're, you know, they're cleaner products. And so, uh, you know, by really just choosing, like that is my brand, that's the brand I'm going with and constraining to that, then when I am out, I'm like, no, you know, I'm, I'm, I've got all my beauty counter products at home. That is what I choose. I know that they have been triple tested and they work. I don't need this stuff as tempting as it is, because it's so pretty, I am just drawn to like pretty packaging and, you know, all of those things. And so it's another reason I like beauty counter. I want it to feel like nice, you know? So anyway, okay, let's, let's have breakfast, shall we? <laughs> let's make it to breakfast. Sometimes I eat breakfast when I come in from my walk, sometimes after. It depends on the timing. Um, I try to not eat breakfast, break my fast before nine o'clock in the morning. Um, so uh, I will, so that's usually about when I do it, break my fast around nine. 
in the morning, I usually keep that focused on fat and protein, you know, trying to extend that training of my body for fat burning. Um, but sometimes I have, um, like today I had banana pancakes, you know, carbs. So that will switch the body into sugar burning mode, but that's okay. I'm metabolically flexible. My body can handle that. It's still going to burn fat efficiently. Um, but some days I, you know, try to just really keep it in that training mode of fat burning by focusing on a higher fat um, in a protein type breakfast. Usually with breakfast, I am having my digestive enzymes. So I'm getting that same bottle back out of the proteolytic enzymes, but using them with food as a digestive enzyme. And I'm also using supplemental hydrochloric acid, stomach acid, because um, so many people are deficient in stomach acid. I've mentioned this before. And um, even the healthiest among us um, can be deficient. And so it's something that I help, I take to help break down my food um, better. I want it moving through my body really, really well. I don't want it to get hung up. So I take um, those digestive supplements. And then I also take my probiotic and my K2 um, usually with my first meal. So I'm so much better about taking supplements, you know, in the morning. And so that's what I do. I take those with food. I used to take my probiotic at night away from food until I interviewed Tina Anderson um, from Just Thrive. And so if you haven't listened to that episode, it's a great one about probiotics. And I also interviewed her about K2. So you should listen to both of those. They're really informative. Um, but I take those with food after talking to her. Okay, so we've finally gotten out of the morning, which is pretty heavy um, in my you know clean living routine. And then, you know, through the day, throughout the daytime, I'm just, I'm working, working, working and drinking, you know, water um, throughout the day. And, you know, I'll have lunch, which is usually a salad or leftovers or tuna, or maybe it's um, my favorite crackers, like Mary's Gone Crackers or all, you know, the Simple Mills almond um, crackers with some pesto. I adore pesto. I usually have a batch of pesto in the fridge. Um, pesto is the best dough. It's one of my favorite ways to get a, just a really concentrated amount of greens. And so um, like this week, I'm having arugula pesto. You know, it doesn't always have to be basil. You know, I've used spinach. I've used, you know, lots of different kinds of greens, different nuts. Um, I've also used nutritional yeast instead of Parmesan if you're trying to keep it dairy free. So there's a lot of options, but I, I love it as a way to get greens in, in, in a very delicious way. So you know, I'll have lunch again. I am taking my digestive enzymes with every meal, honestly. Um, you know, I go in and out of phases of that, but I am, you know, when I did my, when I had my GI map testing, my gastrointestinal testing and my food sensitivity testing, which um, in case you don't know, I can run those on my clients. So I ran them on myself and there was some indication there that I needed digestive support. And so, um, and so I, you know, included those in my protocol and just haven't felt ready to let those go. There's been a couple days that I missed and just didn't feel quite as well. You know, like felt like my food was just kind of hanging out in my gut, too bloated. So it was like, yeah, I'm going to bring those back in. So I do that. Um, I will get on my shaker. So my little vibration plate, which I call the shaker. Um, a lot of you have seen me post about that in social media. It's just stupid easy to use. Um, I have a blog post about it if you want to read about it, but basically you hop on this little device, you stand on it, 
you hit start and it shakes you for 10 minutes. There's like 10 different, five different programs and it goes at different speeds, but it just kind of shakes your body. It is good for lymphatic flow, for bone density, detoxification, digestion, all kinds of different stuff. And I'll just hop on that and like check my phone. If Instead of like sitting on my butt on the couch, then I will stand my butt on the shaker and actually get some benefit, you know, and just check social media and do that kind of thing. Again, efficiency. I like it. And that is just a stupid easy thing to do, okay, to have that where you spend a lot of time. So I keep mine in my kitchen because even though I have um, an office um, detached in the back of my house, behind my house, I still do most of my work in the kitchen, unfortunately. However, the next thing on my list, I did get a treadmill desk for Christmas and I cannot tell you how excited I am. Unfortunately, it came with a cracked desk and so I'm waiting on the replacement for that. But once that gets set up, which will be in my office, I will be using my office more and not sitting on my booty so much throughout the day, which makes me so happy because over these past few years and doing more of this work as a nutritionist and talking to people and writing and studying, I am sitting a lot and, um, and I don't like it. I think that's what's led me to be partially so stiff, you know, uh, in my hips all the time. And so if I can walk at my treadmill desk while I'm doing some of that, that would be awesome. That is going to be happening very soon. Okay, um, then all my people come home and it's just chaos for about three or four hours. And then we get into evening time, okay, and dinner. Dinner time varies, you know, I don't know. It just depends what we're doing. But usually somewhere between 5 and 6.30. We tend to eat early. And quite honestly, most of the time we're kind of all eating at different times with all of our different schedules. You know, um, my husband doesn't get back from the ranch, you know, always in time and I just don't like to eat late you know we eat together on the weekends we're always together in the mornings eating you know or I'm not eating but they are but we're all together and we eat together as a family on the weekends but during the week we we really don't there's just so many you know sports and practices and different things going on and my husband's not home and man if I waited for everybody to be settled we'd never get to bed at the hour that I like because we go to bed really early around here especially in the winter time. So we eat. Um, okay, see, I'm not drinking wine right now because we are in the first week of Feast of Fast when I'm recording this, but you know, I do like me some vino, as you all know. And so that is another thing I've been really trying to step up. I haven't totally nailed it yet consistently, but I'm really getting there. And so again, you know, when I look at the things that I drink, I'm like, coffee, water, wine. I really don't stray from that. You know, that's pretty much the liquids that are going in my body, coffee, water, wine. And so, you know, I was telling you with the um, coffee, you know, stepping it up to organic. Well, you know, wine is the same way. If I'm going to be drinking wine, I'm like, I've got to step this up. There are so, it's such an opportunity for chemicals and things in wine, pesticides, all that kind of stuff. So I've tried some different things. I have picked up, um, you know, organic wines, imported wines, um, you know, some of the organic wines I've picked up like, you know, U.S. organic wines. I don't know. They didn't just taste as good to me. I'm a Chardonnay girl, y'all. That's my favorite. Chardonnay. Um, when I pick up imported wines, I guess I could do more study on this. I just cannot. I don't, you know. I don't know what I like the best I, and I've tried different ones and I just haven't, you know, imported wines. Like I said, they're a little bit more 
um, choosy over there in Europe about their processes and chemicals and what they can do. And so imported wines are cleaner wines, typically, not always. That's not a given. Um, and so, but I just don't know how to choose those well. I tried um, dry farm wines, which is like a subscription type deal, um, which, you know, a lot of the uh, podcasters and people in the health space, you know, they, they use that. And so I was like, oh, good, I'll try that. But you know what? You, you can't choose really like the wine that you want. You can choose white or red. But I can't, like, choose, like, I just want Chardonnay. <laughs> I don't want anything real sweet. I don't want this. I, I just want Chardonnay. And I couldn't choose that. It was like, okay, you can choose three or six bottles of white wine. But it's like, I can't, you know, I didn't really know what I'm going to get. Maybe I did it wrong. But that was my experience with it. And so, you know, then I was like, it's a little bit more expensive for sure. And so I'm like, well, I'm going to drink it anyway. I mean, even then if it's not my favorite, because, you know, it's clean and it's, I paid for it, so I will drink it, but um, it wasn't my favorite. So most recently, I have ordered from uh, through Scout and Cellar, which is a direct sales um, type setup. So you probably have a friend that sells Scout and Cellar, and I've had a really good experience with that because I can order all bottles of Chardonnay if I want, you know, and um, it's really easy, really clear to do that. And so that has been the best um, experience with that uh, that I've had thus far. I just need to get more in the habit. It's just, you know, I'm kind of, I go to the store and, you know, on the wine aisle and I want to just pick up my KJ, you know, Kendall Jackson or what have you, or um, La Crema, um, that kind of thing. So it's just easy to do that. So I just need to get in kind of my routine and my habit of ordering it. And it is more expensive. I mean, you know, it is. But I think, you know, on one hand, you get what you pay for. And then I told my friend, I'm hoping that because it's more expensive, maybe I will, um, you know, not drink it so quickly. <laughs> you know, I'll, ex I'll enjoy the experience a little more, like slow down, you know, like be more hesitant to pour that second glass. Like, oh, yeah, this was 20 bucks for the bottle. I think I'll just have one and savor this experience and let it extend out a little bit longer. So, um so that is the vino. When I'm drinking vino, I'm trying to clean that up. And okay, so getting ready at night, my evening routine, I use right, I have a billion beauty counter products, y'all, but right now I'm using their counter time line. It's pretty new. Counter time, as in if I could turn back time, you know, share. Like, can I turn back some time on my face? Por favor. So that is what it's for. It's and their, you know, anti-aging line. And um, and so that's what I'm using. I'm loving it. The whole line, this is pretty cool, is EWG certif uh, verified. So I don't know, do y'all know about the EWG Environmental Working Group? Um, they rate some products, not every product in the world, but they rate products just kind of based on, you know, kind of some of their safety level ingredients they have that might be problematic for some people. They have an app that you can do and you can um, scan barcodes. Again, it's, I still find it pretty limiting um, because they don't have everything. I want everything in the world that I scan to be in there, but it's not. Um, but this counter timeline is EWG verified, the whole line. And I don't, 
I don't know if it's the only one. I feel like I read that somewhere that the, ho the whole line is, but if it's not the only one, it's one of very few. And that makes me feel really good. So that's good. Plus it's effective. It's absolutely effective. I've definitely noticed improvement in my skin. So I use that when I'm going to bed. I take, like I said, a huge glass of water to bed, huge. And part of that I pour into my diffuser that is next to my bed. And um, typically at night I will use um, cedarwood and lavender. That's my most common combo um, that I will put in my diffuser. Both are good for relaxing. Cedarwood is especially good for promoting good sleep, which I want. So I do that, and then I take my magnesium, which I leave by my bed, take some magnesium. Um, you know, in the past, I have used magnesium spray, kept that by my bed. Um, sometimes I take Epsom salt baths, so that's full of magnesium. That's a great way to get some magnesium absorbed into your skin, right? Our skin absorbs things that we put on it. Um, or we soak in. So I will not let my daughter use like some dirty bath bomb ball that she's going to just sit and soak in and let her go in her skin. Um, but Epsom salts are great. My kids love taking Epsom salt baths. Um, so, but, um, but, you know, I'm just kind of in a season where I'm taking my magnesium orally right now. So I keep that by my bed, magnesium is a really critical mineral that many, many people are deficient in because our soil is so depleted of it. It is responsible for helping over 300 um, systems, reactions, you know, things going on in our body require magnesium. And, you know, so it's problematic if you're deficient in it. It is the relaxing mineral, call it the relaxing mineral, which is why it's great to take in the evening or take an, you know, Epsom salt bath in the evening. Um, it's, you know, if you have leg cramps and stuff like that in the night um, or have, tr you know, trouble kind of calming down and going to bed, you know, make sure, you know, you have sufficient magnesium. So there's that. Um, I get into my organic cotton sheets from Bull and Branch that I love. And so when I'm in bed, you know, I've gotten in bed and y'all, I get in bed pretty darn early. Like as soon as my kids are in bed and we've said prayers, I'm beelining for bedtime. And quite often that's eight or eight 30. That doesn't mean I go to sleep then. And I know that makes me sound like an old grandma and I don't give a rip because I love getting into bed. And every time, every night I get into bed, I'm like, thank you God for that. I'm so, <laughs> I'm so grateful. I love it so much. But, um, you know, usually I do what is really not recommended, which is I will do my last checks of social media, answer questions in the Christian Health Club group, um, that kind of thing. I just recently bought some blue blocker glasses, forgot them for Christmas, having trouble like getting, you know, that incorporated into my routine. Again, y'all, this is all about routine and it just, you know, you just got to bite the bullet and do it. And, you know, sometimes you're going to forget, but after a while it becomes routine. So that is one thing I'm trying to make part of my routine is wearing my blue blocker glasses again, because that blue light will interfere with melatonin, which is not helpful for sleep. So blue blocker glasses. And, um, and then I try to read before I go to bed, read something. Um, and what I've made a point to do here recently is try to read something that has absolutely nothing to do with health. <laughs> because all that does is stimulate my brain, make me think of clients that it could be useful for, make me think of something I need to be doing. You know, it just makes my brain like, I love it so much, but I just, 
it turns my brain on instead of off. And so I've been reading a lot of fiction, um, which I'm so happy to get back to that. I just, I love to read all kinds of books. So that's been good. Um, okay, so that's pretty much my normal routine. If you're still with me, God bless you. This, I feel like I've just talked your ear off. But a couple things that I did not mention, I wanna mention, um, are cleaning laundry products. Um, I use, um, I've been using Branch Basics as a you know cleaner and laundry and I've been liking it I mean it's still fairly new I'd say the last two to three months um, but I like it it's very simple to use it works you know the formula works universally around your house one thing I was really impressed with over Christmas my daughter spilled hot chocolate all down her smocked Christmas dress when we were at um, at a party and I was like oh man you know that's never gonna come out um, especially with my clean, my natural cleaner, you know, probably I need some hard chemicals for that. But actually, Branch Basics ha has this, um, it's called OxyBoost. I guess it's supposed to be like, um, what is it called? Oxy OxyClean. I guess it's their version of OxyClean, but it's Oxygen Boost, and it's these little granules. And I poured it on there and kind of, you know, rubbed them in, agitated it, let it sit for a while with some water, and y'all, and then I washed it. It came out. I was so pleased with that. I was so happy. Um, I did, I think I went on Facebook and did pictures and was like, look, it worked. So that was really exciting. So I've been happy with that. I also love Young Living Thieves Cleaner. And I love the smell of thieves. And it's just, um, I love thieves, period, the end. So I love both of those for kind of my general cleaners around the house. You know, and some vinegar. I'm not going to pretend like I don't probably have some toxic things under my sink and in my you know, the closet where our cleaners are, there are a few things, but uh, for the most part, everything, you know, I've really turned that around. Again, it's been a process. I, and that's kind of what I want to end on here is that this did not happen overnight. This has been years in the works, all of these things. And you can also see, you know, the things that I'm wanting to add in and make more of my routine. It's just a process. You know, when I started changing out my skincare and my makeup, it wasn't like I just threw everything away. I waited till I ran out of stuff, you know, and then I started replacing it, um, you know, and when I got into the essential oils, you know, I, it took me a while before I ordered the thieves cleaner. I mean, the concentrate's pretty pricey. I'm not going to lie, but it is the concentrated and it really does last, you know, same with the branch basics. It's a concentrate that you, they send you and you mix it with water and you know, it really does last, um, well. And so, um, I feel a lot better, you know, now buying that because I know it's going to last a while, even though it's kind of pricey up front. And so as you take in all of this information that I've shared with you today about my clean routine, the products I use, things that I do, again, I don't want you to feel overwhelmed um, or, you know, I was going to say feel behind, or you might be like laughing at me like, oh my gosh, she's way behind. You know, we're all at different places is the point. Some of us um, have it more dialed in than others. This is just where I'm at. You know, this is what I do. And so even if the only thing that you take away from this is to let water be the first thing that hits your body in the morning, then you will be doing such a favor to your body, right? So just, um, just remember that and start incorporating some of these things. Again, you can go to the show notes, which reads like a blog post kind of. Um, with all of these things I've mentioned, links to where you can look at them or find the blog posts about them or read more and all that good stuff. Um, I think, um, you know, I hope you enjoyed today's podcast. I know I love it when I listen to podcasts like this and I can 
really here are the practical hands-on things that people are doing and using. So I hope it serves that for you as well. Um, if I missed something, which I'm sure I did, because again, when it's kind of ingrained into your day, you tend to, you know, not think of everything. So if I miss something, um, definitely, you know, ask. Ask me, oh, that reminds me, I have a, if you go to the podcast section of my website, thechristiannutritionist.com, you can ask a question for the podcast, either a topic you'd like me to cover, a nutrition question, anything. Ask the question and then I will do a Q&A podcast where I answer your questions directly. Um, I would absolutely love to do that. I want to serve you and what you want to know about. So, um, you know, I want to make sure that I am on topic with that. So please submit a question. I would love to know what you want to hear more about. Okay, my friends, holy moly, this might be the longest podcast I've done over an hour. So um, again, God bless you. Thank you for listening to it all. I hope you have a healthy and blessed week and I will talk to you soon. Remember that my mom is an awesome nutritionist, but she's not a doctor. The information in this podcast is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent disease. Always talk to your doctor before making changes to your nutrition or exercise program. Thanks for listening. Have a healthy and blessed week.